Hey, this is Ryan. And this is Patrick. And we are here to let you know that we are finally on Radio Margaritaville. That's right. Sirius XM Channel 24. We have been talking about it on more recent episodes, but we recently got hired by Radio Margaritaville to start out on Friday nights as hosts from 7 p.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, so please check it out. And until then, we hope you enjoy this episode of the Parrot Head Podcast. That's right. See you soon. Bye-bye. Hey. It sounds like how we start our podcast. I know what I was going to say. Is this us? Hey. Look at this party. Oh my God, you invite all these people. Uh, yeah, I know. I thought we'd go all out for this episode. <laughs> yeah, this is very fun. Yeah, yeah. Hey, fellas. Hey, guys. A little loud in my face, fellas. A little bit. <laughs> You're lucky you don't have neighbors. the horns away from me, fellas. I can still hear it. Right in my face. Oh my god, they're breaking windows with those horns. Love this. This one's about to be a party, Ryan. I'm excited. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. Welcome to the Parrot Podcast. I'm Ryan Middledorf. I'm Patrick McDonald. <laughs> this is your podcast for all things Jimmy Buffett. I'm manning the computer today, which is it's why the dynamics so, are different. It's so funny. We've been doing this for five years, and one tiny tweak, like you controlling the music, throws us <laughs> off completely. <laughs> We are creatures of habit. What can we say? Yes. This is your podcast for all things Jimmy Buffett. We scour the world for every single Jimmy Buffett thing we can find. Tirelessly. Tirelessly. And we milk it for all that it's worth. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) We... We really pour over it. We do. I do research now, which you is something do. I started it's doing. Huge. This is a <laughs> big, big development. Uh, what can I say? I'm growing up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, today we are talking about the Margaritaville Cafe late night gumbo album. Yes. Recorded live in New Orleans. Yeah. This which is really is cool. Super super fun. This one, uh, if you can tell by just that first song, um, very boisterous, very fun, very big bandy. I would say absolutely. Oh, it's like big brass band. I mean, it's New Orleans. It's got it's bounce. Yes, it's New Orleans bounce music. I'm so excited about it. This one was recorded in 1995. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The first Margaritaville Cafe uh, late night menu album was recorded in Key West in '93. Yes. So uh, he he popped out a little fruit cakes uh, in That's between right. these. <laughs> Uh, which is really cool. <laughs> uh, uh, Jimmy did, of course. Uh, and this has a bunch of incredible artists. I, I have a little bit about what they're up to now. Do I you did really? Do, I did do more oh research gosh. today. This is uh, this is very exciting to me. When I uh, probably when I was like a freshman in high school, 
I, for whatever reason, got big into big band music. Oh, very cool. You did. Like uh, like Glenn Miller, like old style or like, like New Orleans style? Old style, New Orleans style. Also, I, I don't know if you remember the band Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Oh, of course. Yes, yes. Yeah, Them. was that Zoot Suit Riot or that was Cherry Poppin' Daddy? Cherry Poppin', yeah. Which is a nightmarish name. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, very, very fun. So I'm excited for this. Oh, this. <laughs> I did spill some coffee on the book jacket, oh, but I'm boy. opening it now. <laughs> And it is dried up. I don't know how I did that. Yeah, we actually got the CDs for these. These are not available. So all of the Margaritaville Cafe albums are not available on any streaming platform. So we had to purchase these albums on Amazon or eBay or whatever. But we have them all. That's right. Because we we're looking into every single thing Jimmy Buffett. That's what we yeah, do. Absolutely. So we had to do this. I mean, it's really fun to look at the book jackets. I think we could literally do entire episodes on, on book jackets, book jackets and, and on like a CD, uh, yeah, pullouts, inserts. Yes, because we, could. we we really don't look at them because we're digital children. That's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is the name of my sci-fi digital book children. coming out, by the way. Everyone, de- make sure to get digital children on Kindle. By pa- Patrick McDonald. By Patrick McDonald. Yep. It's free. Okay, yeah, yeah. Great. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's only uh, 14 pages, right? It's only 14 pages, but the font is size 0. 0.5. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's dense to say the least. Um quick on this on this uh little uh, insert here on the CD, special thanks to Lecter and Boy for remaining calm in the face of adversity. Wow. So that's something Lecter to think about. and Boy. Yeah, shout out to Lecter and Boy. Okay. Whoever wow. you are, wherever you are. Okay, good for them. Yeah, it's great. Staying strong. Yeah. Ryan, how are you? I'm good, buddy. I'm really good. We are uh in the thick of summer. We're, we are. We're in August. It is hot outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am doing good. I've gotten very into th- this summer is one, the summer of just embracing summer in general. Two, it's summer of tiki. Oh, good for you. Getting very into tiki drinks. This has been a development over years. We've been yeah. watching the evolution of this here on the podcast. Yes, absolutely. What's the newest tiki revelation for you? Um, I start I'm I like collecting things. Uh I I like collecting comic books and um things like that, like nerdy, fun little things. Uh recently got into which I shouldn't have done, but I did, and I'm in it. Tiki mugs. Wow. <laughs> and it's been very fun. That's quite the industry. It's quite the industry. <laughs> very expensive. It is. It <laughs> very is. Very expensive. There are um, a lot of things to learn. Okay. Um, so uh, 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 tiki mugs, they, don't, they won't just release a tiki mug and it'll just stay available. Like a lot of these are handmade, artisan made, hand painted, handcrafted. So they'll go through additions. And the lower the edition, the more money it costs. Um, for example, uh, at Disneyland, there is a bar called Trader Sam's. Yes. It's one of the bars credited actually with jump starting the tiki move, the recent tiki movement. Tiki really? started in the 1930s, yep. um, went up into like the 1950s and 60s. And then kind of in the 70s, 80s, and 90s really went downhill. One, mm. because the recipes for the drinks were lost to time. Okay. Um, and two, because people started wanting things quick. So that's when you saw a lot of like the pre-made mixes and stuff yeah. come out. So uh, just cocktail culture in general took a dive um, really during the 80s and 90s. Oh, bummer. Um, but now it's coming back up, and Trader Sam's is one of those bars that's credited with kickstarting the Tiki Revival. Um Walt Disney was 
just a, a, a master at knowing like where kind of the trends were and mm. stuff like that. So like the Polynesian Resort he created um, and really sort of brought it into the forefront. But uh, Trader Sam's, they do classic drinks with the original recipes and they release tiki mugs. So we went to Disneyland a couple weeks ago purely on a tiki excursion. We oh. didn't go to the parks. We stayed at the hotel That's and went to the bar. Fun. It was very fun. Um, I got a couple mugs, uh, but the some of them were first edition, but the ones that I did not get first edition, they're on like the fourth and fifth editions. The first editions of those mugs, to make a long story short, are like hundreds of dollars. Really? Yes. Yeah, so if you go on eBay like and search for like, Trader Sam's Zombie Head First Edition. Yeah. It's like $200. Wow. Easily for a mug. Crazy. Crazy. That is way insane. Way insane. So I'm getting into that slowly but surely. Uh, There's a whole community of like resellers online. Uh Uh-oh. And a whole culture that I had no idea. But there's a culture for everything. There is a culture for everything. Which is crazy. Yeah. It's it's really wild. It's wild. That's very exciting though. Yeah. I I want more updates. I mean, I want to see. I I want you to also... I'm gonna encourage you to dive in to this. Okay. Oh, well, I don't want, want you to make tiki friends. I want you. Uh-huh. To, I want you to make friends with collectors and yes. resellers. Okay. Uh, communities. Is there a convention you can go to? Some sort. I, there. So there is in um, down south in like Huntington Beach and Long Beach. There is something called the Tiki Trading Collective. I okay. think. Um, and pre-pandemic, they used to have events every single month. It's like a swap meet for tiki things. Like wow. people make. Tiki masks and sell them. It's like the Melrose Trading Post, but for Tiki. Whoa. Very cool. Pretty big. Pretty big. Okay, well, you got to go. Are they coming back? I think they're coming back in November, okay. so I'm okay. going to go. I'm going to go. incredible. I'm very excited. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm already making my own syrups. Yes. Tiki drinks. You brought me a cinnamon simple syrup I brought uh, you, last yes. week. I put it in a buttercream frosting. Oh, that sounds it was delicious. delicious. Yeah, wow. it was. It was oh, my really gosh. Good. That I put, and I put that buttercream frosting on a skillet cookie that I made, like Ooh. a pazuki. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. People say that it's not a pazuki because I put frosting on it, uh-huh. which kind of makes it a cookie cake, but I made it in a skillet, so I think it's a pazuki. Yes, I think Sound it's a off, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag pazuki or not pazuki. <laughs> um, so, I, I, yeah, I made my own uh, cinnamon syrup, my own demerara syrup, my own grenadine, which I made last Uh-oh, week. Oh, what? Yeah. That's incredible. I'm doing it, buddy. That is so cool. It's so much fun. I want some of that homemade grenadine. I'll bring you some. It's oh, very man. good. I'm going to make some Shirley Temples here yes. at the house. Oh, buddy. It makes really good Shirley Temples. <laughs> oh, I believe it. <laughs> so that's what I'm into. That's my uh, little tiki obsession nice. that I will, will, will stay on top of. Very cool. I um, can't wait to hear more updates. Yeah. What about you? What's going on? Uh, well, not much, Ryan. I, you know, I went last weekend up to Big Bear. Yeah. A little excursion, a weekend trip with some friends. We actually went to go uh, kind of hang out in a house and watch the Olympics for the weekend. That's it was very a good time. Fun. We mm-hmm. got very into uh, trampoline gymnastics. Which I have was not seen that. Crazy. So is it just gymnastics? But it's, they aren't we mostly trampoline? watch men, but it's men. You know, you got to jump in the air. They jump up in the air straight up and down for like uh, eight bounces until they get up to like. 30 to 40 to 50 feet and then oh they start doing huge flips gosh. but then we saw somebody like slip through the sides of the trampoline because no. of the springs as it always happens oh my gosh. like when you were a kid it's dangerous but uh i wanted to just say I, you know i was up in big bear we went on a boat trip 
Um, because you can rent one of those little boats and go around Big Bear Lake. Yeah. And uh, you can charter it for two hours. And I went with my friend Haley, and we were up there. There was a bunch of us there, but me and Haley were like renting the boat. And we got there, and the person was like, "All right, who's the captain of the boat?" And they were like, and she was like, "Patrick." Like immediately, <laughs> I it wasn't a conversation. We didn't talk about it. Uh-huh. But I realized that I give off the vibe of being a captain. Of being a captain. <laughs> I have a captain vibe. Yeah, I, uh, I can see that. I think, you know, because of our, our Jimmy Buffett proclivities, yes. I think because of our Margaritaville uh, status, uh-huh. people might naturally assume that we are good on boats. Sure. <laughs> Probably not the case. Yeah. Probably good. That, I would say looks can be deceiving. <laughs> um, I didn't do anything wrong. I did learn, and I think I was pretty good, actually, in general. Uh, but it was a little nerve-wracking in the beginning, <laughs> especially backing out. I mean, it's just a thing like, you know, it's if, if it if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, you know what I mean? If it walks like a captain, talks like a captain, a captain. might be a captain. Yes. Not might, the case. Might be a captain. As somebody who's run into several trees on different uh, <laughs> different types of moving vehicles. Well, luckily, it's very tough to do that on a boat. It is tough to do that on a boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's good uh, because, you know, I, I, I was successful in, in the boat uh, adventure and mm-hmm. then I did... Uh, crashed my bike the next day (laughs) so i saved my accident for later yes uh but uh a lot of power in uh running a boat yes really enjoyed it did you perform a a wedding i didn't perform any weddings i could have i didn't break any champagne over the side of it no okay uh uh, but (laughs) i was in charge of uh the music oh and that was pretty exciting and i just wanted to give a little development Mm -hmm. I'm kind of going back to basics recently, and I'm developing a new love for Cheeseburger in Paradise. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's something happening right now. I was at a karaoke event uh, a few weeks ago, and I sang Cheeseburger in Paradise at karaoke. Yeah. Brought the house down. Yes. I played, you know, they we were like, what music do we want to put on? And I was like, let's put Cheeseburger in Paradise on, on this boat trip. You know, I could have put Son of a Son of a Sailor on. I sure. could have put... Uh, Margarita. I think we did put Margaritaville. Put a couple other things on, and yeah. then some classic yacht rock as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, "Good for You" by Olivia Rodrigo. Great boat song, to be honest with really? you. Really. <laughs> and "What's Going On" by uh, Four Non Blondes. Okay. Or "What's Up" by uh-huh. Four Non Blondes. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know that song. Probably not from what that was. But. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So. Uh, I just really am, am for some reason developing a new passion for cheeseburger in paradise. What do you think it is? I think it's the truly the 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 raw passion in that song. <laughs> okay. It's the, I like mine with lettuce and tomato. I like the there's just kind zero of, hesitation. There's a visceralness to that song. Yeah. There's a there's almost a violence. <laughs> yes, would, there's yeah. a there's a carnal like desire uh-huh. to cheeseburger in paradise that is so wild. Yes. It hangs in your throat. It makes your throat scratchy when you sing it. <laughs> there's a passion to that song. Uh, that I, <laughs> I, I love haven't that. looked into before. And so I just want to invite everyone. I know it's, you know, one of the big eight. I know we hear it a lot, but take a moment. You know, I think we're all taking Cheeseburger for Paradise for granted. Yeah. So I think you're, there are so <laughs> many Buffett songs that I have heard literally thousands of times just because yeah. it's what I was brought up listening to. Mm-hmm. It's all those playing in the house. Songs I've heard thousands of times that are just part of my subconscious now that I feel like when I got back into Buffett, uh, you know, maybe 10 years ago or so, uh, I didn't pay much attention to because they were already cemented in my brain. Yeah. But now going back and listening to them again, I realized I love so many of these songs. So many. 
And and I think we definitely did take them for granted. Yeah. And I think I think we we just like you know we 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 take them in like we're breathing air. Yes. But you gotta stop and you gotta appreciate. Absolutely. So I that's that's it's to me we gotta appreciate Cheeseburger in Paradise a little bit more for what it is. I agree. I like that a lot. Yeah. So so that's what I'm discovering. I'm finding a new love for it in my very, age. Very, very you know, fun. It's, it's the Buffett rediscovery. Yes. You know, I and, like that. and I think that happens to a lot of us. If there's a song that you feel like you've rediscovered, uh, you know, whether it you hear it in new light because of your age or anything like that, uh, we'd love to know. Yeah. Send us a, a tweet, Parrothead Pod. Send us an email at parrotheadpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. We'd love to know. Very fun. Very I, fun. I, I do. <laughs> I think it's very funny. Because I also feel similarly, or I guess people feel similarly towards me, that any type of water, ocean, boat-related activity, because we've been doing this, and now because we have the show on Radio Margaritaville, people will automatically assume that I'm the go-to. Yeah. (laughs) Which is scary. It's scary! Very similar thing happened to me last summer when we went to Mammoth, specifically in regards to a boat. We rented a boat, and the person renting us the boat said, who's driving? And Olivia and her mom at the exact same time said, Ryan. And it's one, it was one of those little motor boats with, like, the back was, like, the motor oh, and the yeah. rudder and everything. I'm like, so you had to sit in the back and move it? I just sit in the back and move it. I'm like, guys, I have never, ever <laughs> in my life driven one of these. <laughs> You know what's funny is that I think because everybody knows we host this show and talk about boats, I guess, <laughs> they think we are uh, adept at this stuff. But yeah. if they listen to this show, they would know we are not. Yes. Like every single fan of ours, every Parrothead <laughs> podcast head is listening to this right now being like, never in a million years would I let these idiots. fucking idiots <laughs> take control of our boat. No. <laughs> I do want a boat. That's my goal of ultimately. That'd be great, yes. At the end, you know, one day I want a boat. Yeah. Uh, I won't take it very far, probably. <laughs> I mean, it, that would be a cool dream. Yeah, but that would be. it would be, uh, uh, it, yeah, no, I, this is, it's a weird perception thing. It is. It's such a weird perception <laughs> thing. It's so, crazy. So, I don't know what we need to do to stop giving off this boat ocean expert kind of vibe i don't know maybe we do an episode called we are not boat experts <laughs> yes, and we, we talk so. about we should have an episode where we talk to boat experts that would be fun if you are a boat expert and want to be on our show let us know yes we're here we're available <laughs> or even just a captain or someone who's i mean we'll just do talking about boats you know what we should do we should do an episode you and i should rent a boat okay and we should do an episode on the boat, where we both figure out how the boat works. Oh my gosh! We can bring a boat expert onto the boat. That's and they a can good teach idea. Us about the boat while we're on the oh, boat. Oh, that would be really fun. That would be fun. Maybe I'll get my boating license. Yeah, that would be fun. We can do that around here. Yeah, we can go to Marina Del Rey and go do that. Yes. Okay, we'll talk about our. We're gonna do That'd that. Be fun. That'd That's be fun. gonna be an update. That's actually a huge step forward for us. It would be huge. Yeah, I don't. We don't take a lot of steps forward. We take kind of steps around. You know, <laughs> yes. steps in circles. We meander a we lot. Meander. <laughs> Yeah, this might shock some of our listeners, but we are kind of meandering. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I walk in uh, to record, and Patrick's just bumping up against a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he like, kind of has to pivot you. Yeah, you have towards to kind of the mics. Fix my rudder a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. Bit. Which you might already have boat experience if that's the case. Oh, that's true. Um, Ryan, we have a little bit of Buffett news for you. Very exciting. Um, you sent me some exciting Buffett news mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. Uh, exciting news for not only you and me, but Bob Middledorf as well. Huge. This is. Very exciting. Um, in Ocean City, where my dad lives, uh, 
very close to him. Um, he he actually works part time at a uh, uh, brewery called Backshore Backshore Brewery. Oh, cool. Um, and about five blocks away, they are planning a Margaritaville resort. Huge, huge. The Margaritaville deal. takeover is not stopping. No, it's not. And this is a big deal for Ocean City. One, because they don't have anything like this. They have, like, resorts, but they're all privately owned, and um, some of them are, are not, like, they're they're older. They don't have any, like, kind of modern resorts like this. Right. This would be a brand-new state-of-the-art resort. It would bring in so many jobs. It would boost tourism. It would do so much for the boardwalk that was kind of hit really hard during COVID. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, a lot of the businesses had to shut down. So um, the boardwalk is not what it used to be. But if this goes in, if this Margaritaville Resort goes in in Ocean City, that would be massive. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, the proposed project includes 265 motel rooms, conference and convention space, restaurants and bars, indoor and outdoor pools, and upscale retail along the boardwalk. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool. The intent uh, was merely to gauge the Planning Commission's potential concerns. The project moves from conceptual to a formal presentation. So we're early yet. Very early stages. Like this we're is, talking years out. This is the basically the Ocean City Dispatch yep. is announcing this. Priceless each Friday, 52 weeks a year, they say. The Ocean City Dispatch. Wow. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. Pretty so cool. Little little heads up. Just get it on Fridays. So, so if you are part of the Ocean City uh Chamber of Commerce. Yep. The the Better Business Bureau. Uh, and you listen to this podcast. Thank you. And, <laughs> and and we're gonna endorse this. Yes, absolutely. Push this forward at all costs. This is a very, very big deal. Absolutely. It's very exciting. And um, my, my, my dad said, he said, Hey, if they open it, I think you guys can do uh can do a like like a little opening show there. Yeah, we absolutely could. We'd love yes. to host a show there. We could even do I'm gonna propose this, a year residency. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we will live in Ocean City, Maryland for a year. <laughs> we'll live on the boardwalk. On the boardwalk. We'll do the same show every night. Absolutely. It's going to feel like uh, classic podcast riffing, but it will be heavily scripted, and we won't get sick of it. No, no. And also, <laughs> this will not be sanctioned by Margaritaville. We'll be, be just past. We'll be just past their border. Absolutely. We're going to be right there, and we're going to basically be out of pocket the entire time. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. we are going to go for broke. We're going to be in the literally. hole. Yeah. And, and the, but we're offering this. You know, this is big for us. Huge. Um, uh, we got a little fan mail as well that I wanted to let you know about. Uh, uh, Anthony Renfro, AR, sent us an email. Uh, we love getting our emails from uh, Anthony Renfro. He hits us up every now and then. Yeah. Shout out to you. Thank you for listening to us. He said, just listened to your episode on Peter Mayer. Really enjoyed it. I need to listen to more of his music. Really liked all the songs you played. We did too, Anthony. It was a fun one. It was a really, really, really fun good. one. We're so happy that you enjoyed it. Uh, he said, I was thinking about your Lord of the Rings segment. <laughs> yes. And for the most part, you were spot on. Oh. But there was an obvious choice to play Gimli, and that is Jimmy's drummer, Roger Guth. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, and he said, listen to the episode of the Margaritaville podcast, and it'll easily make up your mind. Episode 110. One so we need to listen to that, and we'll get back to you. And then he said, keep up the good work. Fins up. Anthony, sent from my Lenovo computer while sitting on a hill overlooking Mount Doom while eating a snack of Limbus bread. This guy gets it. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, you gem. 
gem. We love it. We love it. That's great. Um, uh, that's a that's a good person to add to the roster. Maybe maybe I would like to submit that even without listening. Yeah, Roger Guth as Gimli. I can totally see that Gimli is very much a fly by the seat of your pants type person. Mm-hmm. Uh, his weapon is an axe, so yeah. he's very just like really in there and just whacking things left and right. A drummer would be perfect for that. Yeah, for sure. Yes. I think so. That's a good that's good. Yes. All that's right. Very, Great. So very we're filling cool. out the roster. Yes, filling out the roster. If anyone wants to do some fan art for us, we'd yeah. welcome it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I will frame it and I don't care who stops me. <laughs> I will frame it. I will wake up the next morning. It will be down on the floor with a note that says please put this in the garage. I will frame it up again. <laughs> and I'll just go through that cycle every single day. I do not care. Great. I, we got to get that for you. I would love that. That would be really incredible. I would love that. All right, that. let's make that happen. Very yeah. Fun. Uh, do you have any updates and thoughts on uh, The Lord of the Rings? Any any kind of, are you filling it out in any other way? Nobody has called me out on this, and I've been waiting for it. Okay. And I would like to get ahead of myself in any potential controversy. Okay. I said in the Peter Mayer episode that Peter Mayer would be Galadriel. Okay. As part of the fellowship. Galadriel is not in the fellowship. You know, I was going to bring that. Okay. <laughs> no, I didn't know that at all. Okay. Galadriel's not in the fellowship. Galadriel's the elf? Yes. Yes. She's one of the wisest yeah, of the yeah, elves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kate Blanchett. Uh, yeah. The only elf in the fellowship is Legolas. Yes. I do not think Peter is Legolas. Yeah. Um, some might say Peter is also Elrond, but Elrond is not a part of the fellowship either. Okay. Um. So that is the one caveat. That's interesting. That's the one caveat. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. And I'm glad. I'm. I'm. I'm really glad you brought that up. I'm throwing it out there. I'm just getting ahead of it. Good. So you know, nobody come after me. Okay. Great. Yes. Okay. We love that. Um. I have a little piece of. I would call it a Buffett rumor. Oh. It's not news. Okay. I would call it a rumor. Okay. I was listening to the show in Bristow yes. last night. We're recording this on August 8th. That would be so was August I. 7th. Yeah. Yes. I also shout out to uh, Greg Fingers Taylor who came back yes. for uh, an, a, a, a harmonica solo via uh, video conferencing. That's so cool. During Everybody's on Their Phones, which had updated lyrics, by the way, mentioning TikTok <laughs> and Venmo, I believe. Really? And yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really exciting. Updated for 2020. Everybody's Very on their phone. Very fun. Um, uh, but yeah, there was some exciting news that was There was some night. exciting potential news uh, during the show. Um, I believe it was just before Son of a Son of a Sailor in the lead up to Son of a Son of a Sailor. Jimmy was talking about uh, a trip that he went on last year during the pandemic. He was sailing, I believe, around the Chesapeake Bay. And he said he brought a guitar and he was playing a lot of his sailing songs like Son of a Son of a Sailor. And he said it inspired him to write more sailing songs. And then he said, hopefully that's coming out soon. Wow. Alluding to what I read as an album. Yeah. Like an album inspired by sailing and being on boats. Huge. 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 Which would be a very big deal. And yeah, and and we're not saying... It wouldn't be, you know, I don't think it'd be the worst thing if it was just five different covers of him doing Christopher Cross's sailing. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bring it on! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll no. They've got to be originals. Yes. I mean, it's it, I, that feels big. If Jimmy's releasing more music, he just released literally two albums last year. And that's what he said during the show, too. He said, uh, you know, I hadn't released an album in a while, and I, I really wanted to do that during the pandemic, so I released two. 
crazy. It, it, it honestly sounded like just from listening to him during the show and how much fun he had during the show, he is not stopping anytime soon. No. And I love that. Yeah. I mean, he can't. No, he can't. We're loving it, you know? Yes. Uh, he also gave a shout-out to Tony Bennett, who retired yesterday at 95. I didn't know he retired. He retired. Uh, Good for him. Yeah, I guess this last concert he did with um, uh, Lady Gaga was him retiring. Wow. Um, it was his, like, final show. That's so cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Wow. Uh, and he said, "I, you know, I hope to be doing that, too. And we yeah. hope you're doing that as well, Jimmy. Absolutely. So, uh, very exciting. That's crazy that people like Tony Bennett, like Willie Nelson. Yeah. Um, so many musicians are playing into their 90s now. It's incredible. Amazing. Good I, for them. I think we'll be doing this podcast into our 90s. I think so, too. <laughs> Strap in, everybody. Strap in. <laughs> We're going to be doing this for 60 more years. Yes. Um, uh, Ryan, uh, we always talk about music we're listening to right now. What songs are you listening to? So this week, I am listening to something that uh, I have been very much enjoying. Um, <laughs> there is, uh, there's a station on Sirius XM. It's the Elvis station. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know exactly which, uh, station, uh, number it is. Uh, probably number one. Probably number one. <laughs> probably number one. It's the number one channel. But no, I'm just everybody should check it out. It's very good. They play all Elvis all the time. A lot of Elvis hits, good stuff, some rarities. There is a song, a live version of Are You Lonesome Tonight that I have never heard before. I really like this song. I've liked this song for a long time. It's one of my favorite Elvis songs. But this version was recorded live in, I believe, Las Vegas in 1969. And it's the parenthetical of the song is laughing version. Okay. Elvis starts singing the song, as Elvis does, and then a little bit of the way through the song just starts cracking up. <laughs> he cannot stop laughing. And it's become like a, a hit. Like people, like this is like a rarity that Elvis fans really gravitate towards. Unbelievable. And it was released and people really like it. Um, apparently the story goes that Elvis was performing and a man in one of the front rows, took off his toupee during the performance, and Elvis just couldn't stand it and wow. just lost it. So funny. So Okay, so let's give this a listen. Are You Lonesome Tonight? Laughing Version Live by Elvis Presley. <laughs> Here we go. I can't wait for this. this Are is my you kind of song. lonesome tonight? Do you miss me tonight? Are you sorry? We drifted apart Does your memory stray To a bright summer day When I kissed you And called you sweetheart So far, so good. Yes, yeah, he's nailing it. Through the chairs in your parlor See you empty and bare do you gaze at your ball head and wish you had hair? Is your heart filled with pain? Shall I come back? <laughs> Tell me, dear, are you lonesome? <laughs> oh, Lord, Lord. I wonder. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, someone said, the world's a stage and each must play a part. <laughs> this is crazy. It's nuts. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man, I'll tell you. <laughs> you can't get it. You can't get it. You can't get through it. And I had no cause to dodge. <laughs> Swing it, baby. <laughs> you can't do it. He's like, I'm just done. He's Shall done. I come again? Tell me, dear, are you lonesome? <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Is your heart filled with pain? Oh, is he coming back? Shall I come back again? Tell me, dear. Oh, oh no! Nope. Are you awesome? Get close! <laughs> wow! So <laughs> that that's it, man. That's it, man. That's it, man. You you can even hear in the beginning he changes the lyrics a little bit to talk about somebody's bald head. Yeah, and I think what happened is because I was looking that up too. While he's saying that lyric, a guy like as a joke referenced. You know, he it took. Is. Then he was like, "Look at me." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, that is something that applies to me." And it it it, it shocked Elvis. So funny. That's the, hilarious. The thing about that song too is it's a little uh, unsettling. Yeah, it is. It's really, it's really unsettling. <laughs> it's weird that it's like he's asking if someone's lonesome, and then um, he's. Uh, losing his mind laughing about it. Yes, because he's doing one of his, like, Vegas stints. And, yes. You know, like, uh, a lot of people will talk about their Vegas stints as being very lonely, kind of depressing parts of their career. Mm -hmm. And he did it a lot. Yeah, he did. He did it a lot. <laughs> he did it a lot. <laughs> he was a Vegas guy. Yeah, he was. Well, that's good. I like dipping into some Elvis every now and then. Yeah. We know Jimmy loved Elvis. Jimmy loves Elvis. Elvis is iconic. Yes. I mean, I hope they feature that moment in the new Baz Luhrmann movie that gave Tom Hanks COVID. <laughs> you know, that would be that would be exciting. That'd be an exciting moment. So that's what I'm listening to nice. this week. Uh, Patty, what do you got? Well, Ryan, I found this song that I really, really love. It's actually uh, a new song. came out this year. Um, but it is a Paul McCartney song. Paul McCartney released an album last year, kind of around December, I believe, and uh, called McCartney 3. Oh, yes. But a little bit after that, he released uh, an album called McCartney 3 Imagined. Okay. Where he got a bunch of artists to do their own versions of every single song on the album. Wow. So he had his own album, and then he had uh, Anderson Pac, Beck, uh, Crying Ben, which is a guitarist-led uh, band that I've played on the yep. uh, show before. Uh, Phoebe Bridgers, Blood Orange, uh, Damon Albarn, Josh Home, uh, and uh, St. Vincent. And then there's this one song, this version that I found of this song called The Kiss of Venus that just came out, uh, by uh, covered by this artist from Florida, I believe, Dominic Fike. Okay. And I just love it. Have you heard this song yet? No, I haven't. I think it's really, really great. And uh, I can't wait to play it. So here it is. The Kiss of Venus. Uh, written by Paul McCartney. Performed by Dominic Fike. The 
Princess of Venus has got me on the go. She scored a bullseye in the early morning glow. Then I asked to have you read the paper. Okay, people talking about which side they're taking. And if you know the baby, what's your take on it? Does it make you wanna leave? Cause I could look the other way for you. Took you something has got me all So cool, and you know, I'll, I'll, let's play the original Paul McCartney version right yeah. now because it's so funny how different it is. Uh, and I read about it. I mean, Dominic Fike was given it. He wrote his new his own lyrics for it. He did a complete new really remake of it. Kind of wanted it to be its own thing. I don't even think he listened to the original. He just got the sheet music. Wow! And he reimagined it. And it's so cool that Paul McCartney is, you know. C- intentionally collaborating allowing yes. these new artists to come on and immediately redo his songs and i i think paul mccartney is uh is poised to sort of be in that position uh creating music is sort of like like an open source kind of platform yeah because he was a member of the beatles probably the most covered band of all time. Absolutely. And he clearly sees the value of that. Yes. Yeah. And he also, we've seen over the past couple of years, he has a kind of a really incredible reverence for younger performers. He does. Um, he's worked with a lot of younger performers over the course of his career and really like mentored people and ushered people and brought people up. So this is incredible. This is it's really great. so cool. So this is the original Kiss of Venus just to show you the differences. right i love that that's so cool so so cool and like you said so cool that he just went out to a group of musicians and just said here's the music do what you want with it it's amazing it's so cool so that's called uh mccartney three and then mccartney three imagined amazing which i highly recommend yeah those are recommend recommendations this week elvis presley and And paul Paul mccartney McCartney. (laughs) (laughs) a couple upstarts yes um, keep an eye on these two (laughs) 
one one additional McCartney thing. If if you haven't seen his carpool karaoke, oh yeah, it's incredible. It's so good, and it'll make you cry. Mm-hmm. It's so so great. It's so amazing. Just throwing that out there. We Check love Paul out. McCartney. What a hero. He's great. He's such a good guy. Um, <laughs> that's so fun. It's great. I love that. But let's get to why we're freaking here, Ryan. Why we're freaking here. Come on. This is Margaritaville Cafe Late Night Gumbo. Late Night Gumbo. Um, We just listened to Don't Stop by the Rebirth Brass Band. Yep. Uh, Let's pick that back up and see uh, what else we got with this song. Let's see. Let's jump right to the the middle here. (laughs) Here we go. So great. It's so good. Um, The Rebirth Brass Band is a pretty famous band from New Orleans uh, now. They were founded in 1983, uh, but Kermit Ruffins, who is a really well-known New Orleans jazz musician, uh, founded it uh, with his brother, um, or no, sorry, it was with uh, Philip Tuba Phil Frazier and his brother Keith Frazier um, and other classmates from their high school. Um, in the Treme neighborhood, which they actually were featured on several different episodes of Treme as well. The, uh, oh. uh, the TV show uh, by David Simons, who did The Wire yeah. uh, on HBO. Very cool. So they, they are like a really prolific and well-known, uh, talented New Orleans band. So it's Amazing. so cool that they're on this album. That's incredible. Yeah, it's really, really cool. I love that so much. I love that song so much. As someone that, uh, one, really enjoys horns, two, enjoys big bands uh three enjoys marching bands absolutely that's everything i want in a song it's, it's everything great. i love that it's kind of it's like music in motion right like it, yes. you feel movement in it and it, it forces you to want to move yourself yeah and it's loose yes it, you want to hear it in a crowd you yeah. want there to be a noise and ambiance and atmosphere this is music you got to hear in person yes uh, i love it I love having it on this album. It's so cool. That's so great. Um, yeah. Uh, let's keep going with this album, though. This is Rockin' Dopsy Jr. with Please Don't Leave Me. Let's do it. Come on. You got to have some yes! side code here. Yeah. Don't 
so so great and uh I I I I want to talk for a second about the idea of music sounding like a geographic location. Oh yeah. This album sounds like it was recorded in New Orleans. It does, like the the literal acoustics of the album. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, the engineering of it. Yes, and I feel like New Orleans it, there there's only a very specific group of I would say regions or places in the world where you can hear where the music's from without even knowing it. Yeah. New Orleans, I think, is one of those places. Hands down. There's a vibrancy to it, a soulfulness to it that you just don't get other places. I think New Orleans is the most unique American city uh-huh. of all time. I don't think there's any other place literally in the entire world like New Orleans. There's yeah. certain American cities like, I think LA is pretty original too, but like, New York, a lot of those Northeast uh, cities and other cities feel like you could find them in a European area or in Canada or something like that. Sure. You can't find New Orleans anywhere else. It's this incredible mix of cultures. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's an important point. Like places like New York and like the Northeast and stuff like that, they almost feel they, they have their, you know, they, they have their benefits and they're really great places and stuff, but they almost feel manufactured absolutely whereas new orleans feels like you said like it's a mix it's a melting pot so many different cultures so many different people turn it into what it is absolutely uh, you know i want to say a little bit about rock and dopsy jr he's okay. also a legend in his own right uh-huh. uh he has a band rock and dopsy jr and the zydeco twisters um he is considered, according to his website, he's considered to be the best rub board player in the world. So a rub board really? is that thing on your chest. Yes. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go, you know, it's your own, it's a kind of percussion. Um, best rub board player in the world. Uh, his dancing splits and audience participation antics make the band's performances exciting and keep listeners involved. Besides having performed extensively on their own tours, the band has shared the stage with Tina Turner, Bonnie Raitt, B.B. King, the Neville Brothers, Dr. John, and Jimmy Buffett. Oh, my gosh. In 1978, they performed on the song That Was Your Mother, Standing on the Corner in Lafayette, Louisiana, which was released on Paul Simon's multi-platinum uh, Grammy award-winning album, Graceland. Uh-huh. And they also recorded with Cyndi Lauper and Bob Dylan. So, But that's like, you know that that song, That Was Your Mother? Yes. I mean, that's a huge song. And that's yeah. them. That's Rock that's and Dopsy Jr. So it, it's it's incredible. They've also done commercials for Burger King, Louisiana Lottery, Close Up Toothpaste, Community <laughs> Coffee, Maylox, Popeye's Fried Chicken. Wow! And they appeared in the movie Delta Heat, which featured several tracks from their Atlantic album. So cool. It's pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah, and they were the house band for the Gail King show in 98. <laughs> no way! When Gail King had a talk show. That's so funny. So it's it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, they're they're legends. They're they're pretty incredible. So great. It's Rock and Dopsy Jr., uh, Tiger Dopsy, and Anthony Dopsy. Uh, so with other artists jumping in every now and then. Uh, Amazing. It's so Jimmy feels like he picked an incredible roster for this. Yes. This lineup. Yeah. You know, I think the other artists. From the Margaritaville Cafe Late Night Menu, obviously went on to have careers. Uh, Larry Raspberry, shout out, you know. Uh, Woody Allen, <laughs> shout out. Bless you, shout out. Uh, but uh, it feels like these guys are like literally legends, too. Huge. It's so cool. Huge. So let's keep on going with the album. Next, this is I'm Going Down to Bourbon Street with Waylon Thibodeau. Waylon Thibodeau? Waylon Thibodeau, one of my favorite names on this album, and there are many good names. <laughs> Um, this is I'm Going Down to Bourbon Street. Let's give it a listen. Oh, everyone's oh a party. Gosh. This is a well, freaking party. Bourbon, 
face and so fun and boisterous it's so cool it's so inviting too it just sounds like a party it's so yeah it is and this guy is absolutely uh, a party uh this is waylon thibodeau uh he has been dubbed louisiana's rockin fiddler okay so uh i hear it yeah absolutely uh he is also a, just a little shout out um he is. Uh, he performs as a member of the Voice of the Wetlands All Stars. Okay. And listen to who's in this or who was in this at certain points. Uh, Doctor John, Cyril Neville, Tab Benoit, Jumpin' Johnny Sansone, who's also on this. George Porter Ju- on this album. George Porter Jr., Big Chief Monk Boudreaux, Andrews Osborne, Johnny Vidakovich, and Waylon Thibodeau. Uh, they perform uh, to raise awareness for the erosion of the Gulf Coast wet- wetlands. That's so cool. I know. It's That's really, amazing. really cool. And also, if you go to his website, waylandt.com, uh, they, you can get something called Cajun Party in a Box. Tell me about this. So you can schedule a, uh, a concert where it looks like he'll come, and so will uh, David Est- Eastridge, champion jambalaya gumbo chef, you can basically schedule a uh, gumbo party slash concert to come to your house. <laughs> wow. To come to your event. Okay. To do anything. And, and Waylon Thibodeau's, I believe, coming with. Really? And you can just call their phone number. It's right on the website. So do, do I you, highly recommend. Is it just local? I think it's local. Okay. I don't think they're coming to L.A. But if they can, I was going to say, you've got a beautiful backyard I here. I know. I can call Waylon up and see if he'll come to L.A. Bring, That'd be a fun event. I wonder if they pack the gumbo before they fly. <laughs> I wonder if you can check gumbo. I know. <laughs> you got about 27 pounds of yeah. pure gumbo. Here. I wish I was part of the TSA when they check that bag. Yes. <laughs> well, we're going to need to taste this, you understand, right? We're going to taste to see if there's no guns in it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, it's pretty amazing. That's great. I know. Ryan, I honestly, I want to just go straight down to New Orleans when I'm listening to this. I have never been to New Orleans, yeah. and I've always wanted to go. It's on my like top three cities to i'm visit telling with. you we gotta just we just gotta pull gotta the trigger it. we gotta go to jazz fest yes we gotta do it we gotta do it i it, it i have to yeah i mean it's a dream you've been to new orleans right i've been to new orleans a couple times yes it's so much fun it sounds like a blast sometimes bourbon street feels like the literal apocalypse uh-huh. you look around and everyone's drunk and it's a mess and there's cops on giant horses and you're like where am i yeah 
But most of the time, it's a blast. Yeah. And that's fine. So much fun. Oh, it's so much fun. So much fun. That's great. Um, Let's keep this rocking and rolling. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> let's keep dancing and partying. This is uh, the Iguanas with Eaten with Fingers. Eaten with I Fingers? I don't think it's Greg Fingers Taylor for the record. No, I think it's but your, that would be great. I think it's the ones that are part of your hands. Okay. <laughs> this is Eaten with Fingers by the Iguanas. Ah, uh, don't get greasy. to lick them clean Now I'm a proper gentleman as a general rule Sometimes I even go that extra mile But when that dinner bell rings I'm first in line You can see me with my big old smile To lick them clean Now it don't matter much to me What you're serving up I get my hands on most I like eating with fingers I, you, you told me that when I first met you <laughs> <laughs> I was even wearing that shirt Yeah, yeah, yeah that It said, shirt, put your it. food all over my fingers, please <laughs> Which is a weird <laughs> I stopped wearing that shirt Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, I would go to restaurants and they would bring the food and I would just stick my hands out and say, put it all over my fingers. Yeah, that was weird. It yeah, was I weird. I remember that. It People was weird. really stopped eating with me quickly. Yeah, that was the last time I invited you to the Beverly Wilshire. <laughs> yes. I'll tell you that much. Well, I was really I was really surprised that you invited me to the Beverly Wilshire for our first meal together. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was very well, I kind. I said, I'm really excited to kick off this relationship. <laughs> And let's let's go all out and let's have a nice meal at a really fancy restaurant. Yes. And yeah, they put a croque monsieur <laughs> all over your fingers. fingers. They open the sandwich up and pour it out. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a great song. The Iguanas, uh, a roots rock band from New Orleans. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They actually uh, have a couple albums on Margaritaville Records. Nuevo Boogaloo, which was released in 94, and Super Bowl, which was released in 96. Okay. So they, uh, you know, they have a, a, a lot going on. Um, uh, I guess uh, their uh, song Para Donde Vas was included in the soundtrack for the 1996 film Phenomenon with, okay. uh, uh, of course, John Travolta. Yes. Where he can read books really fast. Yes, I remember that movie. I think all that happens. <laughs> I think so. He's, like, really <laughs> smart. I think I remember the poster of that movie. And that's I remember, the, yeah, yeah. Phenomenon and Michael. Michael was a big movie in our house. Okay. Uh, he's kind of a rascally angel. <laughs> this was uh, John Travolta's uh, not succeeding career but not failing period yes. of his career. You know what I mean? Movies in the 90s were something special. They really were. Yeah. I just rewatched Twister recently. What a blast. What a great movie. Great film. Insane, so, though. So insane. The whole plot is like we're obsessed with with chasing tornadoes. Yes, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and everyone's like, just stop doing that. And Philip Seymour Hoffman is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's having a blast. <laughs> it's great. Um, uh, yeah. So, so uh, they are really great. It looks like they're still rocking and rolling too. So, uh, so uh, you great. gotta go check them out. They're doing a lot of stuff. I think. Let me see if I, I can get some dates for you. Um, uh, yeah, the iguanas. 
they 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 have such a kind of a, mel- a melding of uh sounds and stuff yeah so it's really cool it's yeah it's what if americana actually encompassed all of north america and that's kind of what they think about and, i love uh, that it's really really cool so check them out uh they're i think they pop up back on this album again as well um but let's keep freaking going with this this is a jimmy song Yes. This is a Jimmy song. I like this one a lot. Yeah, this is a, a cover that Jimmy did on this album, uh, originally uh, by pianist Huey Smith. Uh-huh. And uh, it's Jimmy. It's Michael Utley. We got Michael Organ on drums, Jimmy Johnson on bass, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, a bunch of different people. So let's let's listen to Sea let's Cruise. Check it out. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Okay. We love a, a horn as as. As both yes. Come on. Oh man, rhythm is in my shoes. It's no use sitting and singing the blues. So be my guest, you got nothing to lose. Won't you let me take you on a sea cruise? so great it's really good i mean i think new orleans jimmy is like when he's kind of the most alive he clearly loves this music yes yeah you can feel it like he feels native to this music yeah he's like at his peak yeah so so much fun um and that's one of the reasons that i'm so excited to see him perform at jazz fest i know uh i can't even imagine what that show's gonna be like. I mean, he also does bits too. He does yeah. character, you know, when he came out as the blind ref. Uh-huh. You know, uh coming out with the blind walking stick. Yes. Oh, uh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> I wanna see that. I wanna see what he's gotta what he's gonna do in October. Yeah. I'm really dying. And it's if, a full band too. If you've been to Jazz Fest and you have any memories, I know Tall Paul saw him at Jazz Fest. We talked about that on our yep, episode. That's right. That's uh, right. Let us know. Uh, we'd love to hear what uh what a Jazz Fest set or a Jazz Fest in general is like if you've been to Jazz Fest. Us, tweet at us, email us, paradeadpodcast at gmail.com, paradeadpod on Twitter. Please. We want to hear it. We're dying to know. We're dying to know. Ryan, I feel like I'm just like cruising through this album because I love it so much. It's great. Let's keep it going, huh? Let's do it. All right. This is String Bean by the Blue Runners, which like is also one. a type of fish. <laughs> is These it aren't fish. Bean? These are people. No, the Blue Runners. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a string bean is a vegetable, Patrick. I went down to the creek. I caught a big string bean. <laughs> We're eating string bean tonight. That's where you get all your vegetables is a creek, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You gotta gotta come to my creek. <laughs> Got a great potato there.
I what I love so much about this album is that it refuses to be ignored. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah. Well, that I was just thinking about that. You know, this is presumably the artists that are playing at the Margaritaville Cafe. Yes. You know what I mean? These are artists that are on stage while you're eating food. Yeah. And uh, I can imagine if I'm watching an artist like this and I'm supposed to be eating, I'm missing my mouth every single step. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, I can't even focus on what I'm eating. Yes. Because this music is so lively. It's so much fun. Yep. It's so good. Like th- this is an album that you you cannot just turn on in the background. Not at all. Like no. you, you, it commands you to listen to it. It really does. And you know, uh, this, the uh, the Blue Runners, Blue Runners themselves. The uh, vegetable. The vegetable. <laughs> Uh, they seem uh, apparently, according to their bio, mm-hmm. uh, they're likened to Los Lobos, except the language they sing in is French instead of Spanish. They're That's very cool. Cajun. Yes, they're a Cajun band. That's yeah, yeah, so yeah. fun. I love yeah. that. So they dip in and out of French. They they have their own thing. Yeah, they're really, really, really cool. All these different cultures coming together in one album in one place. Like, I mean, can you imagine, amazing. like? You know, being there for one night of programming at the Margaritaville Cafe, like in the early 90s, how great that must be. No, I can't imagine that. So much it's, fun. It's like uh, it's like Woodstock. Yes. <laughs> it's our Woodstock. It's our Woodstock. <laughs> to be there. To be, to be a fly oh on the wall gosh. in the Margaritaville Cafe. We didn't even know what we were doing back then. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to see. Food was flying left and right. <laughs> It was this convergence of everything that was right in the world. <laughs> we were there together having a moment, the time of our lives. I want to see, are there any photos of like these old cafes? I don't know. I, I would love to see what they look like. Yeah, okay, I'll do some research. We'll see if we can find it. Yeah. Um, uh, this next song is uh, I'm Coming Home by uh, the best rub board player in the world. Oh, boy. It's Rockin' Doxy Jr., he's back. Love Let's it. Let's listen to it. We love a sultry, yes. soulful one. Oh, come on. just feel it you i mean feel it it's so good i i love this i mean i love a party this feels like true party music 
I this is the kind of music where if it's playing, you're not leaving. That probably yes. was the reason they had to stop uh, music like this. Unless they're keep, uh, they probably still have music like this, but they couldn't keep doing this because no one would ever leave their tables. Yeah, people would just be growing beards. Exactly, the food would just be getting moldy. Building tents. Building yeah, yeah. tents. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Turn into quite the uh, quite the experience. It's definitely. It's pretty amazing. Um, I couldn't find any photos of this Margaritaville Cafe in the '90s, but it is still there, I believe, in the French Quarter. Oh, okay. So it's a Margaritaville restaurant. Right, right. It's been um, converted into a bigger thing. But it's really cool that Jimmy definitely seemed to want to have this like cool underground feel for these restaurants yeah. before it became this Margaritaville kind of. Uh, a uniform identity. Yes. Uh, it seems like these really had a particular kind of uh, local vibe. Yeah, which, which is I really, really cool. like. It's awesome. What a phase. What a period. Um, this is Waylon Thibodeau, our guy. Our boy. I love that we get to we get to intro them and then we get just to just enjoy them. Yes. It's very exciting. And this now is, they're part of like our repertoire. We yeah. can go back to them whenever we want. Exactly. It's so incredible. Fun. This is Waylon Thibodeau with Comeback Baby. What I love about this too is that uh, all of these all of these musicians, including the musicians uh, for the last album, they're all Buffett buddies now. They are Buffett buddies. Yes, they've been grandfathered in. Absolutely. Yeah, it's really exciting. We get to explore them more. Yes, I can't wait to. Um, thing about Waylon Thibodeau, at 16 years old, he was Louisiana State fiddle champion. Really? We got a little Mozart on our hands. A little, <laughs> a little prodigy going That's on. That's so great. I know. It's very very exciting. Um, he's so talented. Uh, this is again. Come on. I mean, look. We could we could say more things, and we always do. But yes. I'd rather keep, keep hearing this music. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. This is the Rebirth Brass Band with Why You With Me. Why You With Me. It's W H I T. Why You Why You Why You Quit Me. Why You Quit Me. Quit Me. Here we go. Oh, come on. Yeah. Little tuba. I love something that starts on a tuba. Yes.
Music in motion. Truly, truly. Oh my gosh. This is a it's it's a whole vibe. Let's yes. just say it. I mean, uh they're on tour by the way right now. Really? They're going all across the country. They've been together for thirty five years. They wow. Call I mean, they're a new Orleans institution. Unbelievable, hard as hell, free as a ray of light. There is not a band on earth that is better. Stunning. That's what uh Flea of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Really? Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. gosh. That's High a quote praise. from Flea. Um, uh, Wednesday, August 11th, they're doing the Harbor Lights Cruise in New York. Can you imagine being on a cruise with Oh, them? my gosh. That boat's going to be rocking and rolling. Fairfield, Connecticut, the warehouse at FTC, Friday, August 13th. Uh, Tuesday, August 24th, the, in Vienna, uh, oh, Virginia. You okay. Know that. Yes. Where uh, at? Uh, uh, the Fine Center at Wolf Track. I've been there. You have. Is it yes. a fun spot? It's a fun spot. Outdoor spot. Great. Portsmouth, New Hampshire, August 25th. Uh, Boston, August 26th, uh, August 28th, Greenfield, Massachusetts, uh, Philadelphia, Pauling, New York. Wow, they're, they're all around. Over. They got a bunch of dates. So I feel like I want to go see them. Let me see if they're ever going to be in L.A. Uh, they're going to be in New Orleans. Okay. Uh, Chicago, Ohio, Oregon. Uh, no. Oh, we so could, re- but you can request a show. Oh, there we go. So maybe I'll ask them if in they can In your backyard. Come. Yeah, I think so. Yes. I'm going to request them. Hey, can you play My Backyard? <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, uh, Waylon Thibodeau is going to be serving a gumbo. gumbo. <laughs> so we were hoping he could, he could sub in. <laughs> a big reunion of the Margaritaville Cafe album. Uh, the one that everyone's been waiting for. Yes. <laughs> I certainly, if they were like, we're going to reunite the lineup of the Margaritaville Cafe oh New gosh. Orleans Late Night Gumbo album, I would, I would probably be the first in line for those Huge. Tickets. Huge. Something to think about. Um, up next, this is the Blue Runners again uh-huh. with Cane Cutter. Cane Cutter. Let's check it out. You know, they they talk a lot about how uh, Cajun music is, you know, so uh, marginal and specific and Mm -hmm. and they got used to be criticized for their uh, accents and voices and French. I mean, it's so regionally specific. Yeah. Um, So it's so cool that they, you know, that Jimmy gave them a spot on this album. They got to spread their sound a little bit. I love it. 
It's very, very cool. It's very cool. I love, yeah, huge, huge. If, if you could pick a, a language that mm. you would also, you know, you would, if, if we did this podcast in like English and another language, uh-huh. and you could pick any language you wanted to learn, which okay. one would you do? Um, ooh. We could jump back and forth. Like all of a sudden you start speaking that language and then we talk about Jimmy in that language. I would say French because okay. I feel like it's most closely associated with Jimmy. That makes sense. Um, I, I know German, but I feel like that could come off as a very aggressive sounding podcast. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> Music. Welcome to episode 31. <laughs> <laughs> Like, guys, yeah, have you heard the German episode of the Paradise Podcast? It's hostile. <laughs> das ist sehr gut. Well, he liked it. Okay, yeah, we're gonna have to put that one on the back burner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A full German episode. I would gonna... say French. What about you? I, you know, I uh, French sounds good. Yeah. I, I think it'd be fun to do it in like Gaelic. Okay, you know? sure. Jump into it. Yes. How many people are we offending right now? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if, if the Gaelic are offended, I, I don't know. I don't Patrick know. McDonald made fun of Gaelics. That's, yes. It's fine. <laughs> I understand. I've been to Dublin. I mean, it's cool if you go to Dublin. Everything is written in English and Gaelic. Like that all is the cool. Signs. Really That's cool. cool. I'd, love to, I'd love to learn Gaelic. That'd be fun. Let's keep going, Ryan. Let's do it, buddy. Um, Waylon Thibodeau back. Yes. Let's do it. Let's love get Waylon. that fiddle rocking and rolling. This is Here's to Love. Well, I heard the news today. is the 
perfect application for this album. When would you throw this on? Oh, man. I might throw this on at a party, to be honest. Yeah. I would throw this on with a big group of people. Like, if I, you know, I know we're really plugging my backyard tonight. But <laughs> yeah. if I, if I, uh, uh, I would I would throw this on if there was a bunch of people out and, we, you know, you're looking for kind of a lively yes. event or even a, maybe a Mardi Gras party or a New Orleans sure. party. Sure. Um, but it just feels like it's good for a big group of people. I would agree. I would yeah. agree. I would say anything where people are walking around, moving around, you want people to get up and dance. Yeah. This is what you put on. It's a great album. I know. We got to play some of these tracks on our shows on Radio Margarita. Absolutely. Because I'm such a huge fan of them. Um, this next song is the only song from Jumpin' Johnny Sansone on this album. Jumpin' Johnny Sansone. What do we know about Johnny Sansone? Johnny Sansone, well, his dad was a saxophonist who was in Dave Brubeck's band during World War II. Wow. Introduced him to saxophone at age eight. Okay. Um, uh, in the 70s, he studied with blues and harmonica legends James Cotton and Junior Wells. In the 80s, he toured with Ronnie Earl, Johnny Lee Hooker, Jimmy Rogers, and Robert Lockwood Jr. Um he, uh, yeah, he just really um, uh, jumped around and he settled down in New Orleans in the 90, 90s, 1990. <laughs> wow, I fell <laughs> apart there. As le- He was the leader of Jumpin' Johnny and the Blues Party. He played harmonica and guitar. Um, and uh, he was all over New Orleans. Sounds like he uh, was bringing a swamp rock tinge to his gruff vocals and emotional playing style. Um, wow, so he's been around. Yeah, and then he started playing accordion as well. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, he's just been around. He's kind of a legend, and he's still going. Um, Amazing. He was also in uh, Voice of the Wetlands All-Stars, which we talked about. Yes. And uh, he is super cool. Um, uh, yeah, there's also a lot. If you look at all these artists, there's a lot of talk about, you know, they were really vocal after Katrina. They were really yeah. present after Katrina, getting their city back together. Um, and uh, lifting their city spirits. So he has a history there as well. Well, one of the things about Jimmy specifically that I think makes him such such an interesting, unique person with a lot of perspectives is, you know, I mean, like popular musicians, they tour around a lot. They go around to a lot of different places. But I feel like Jimmy is one of the few that actually tries to embrace the place that he's in and learn about it. Yeah. Um, and he's done that a lot with New Orleans. Like, even going back to the concert last night in Virginia, he references a lot of Virginia things very specifically. Um, he references, like, past shows, things that have happened. Like, I'm sure he has people that will, like, you know, remind him of certain things or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, you know, with culture and location and stuff, like, you can tell he took time to learn about these people and these musicians and really craft this experience for people that I think is really kind of unique, maybe just to him. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's incredible. I mean, I, it's, it's a cool responsibility that he takes on and any artist that they take on to like help educate people about environments and learn new things. Yeah. I think that's why we're drawn to Jimmy is that we're constantly learning from him. Yes. If you, dive into what he's talking about he's talking about books and literature and ideas and philosophies and history yeah i mean it's like it there's so much to unpack there's literal footnotes why do you why do we almost have 200 episodes of this podcast right there's so much stuff and so when someone's like i can't believe you didn't know that it's like well of course we didn't know that it's layered <laughs> yes jimmy's creating his very own epic of gilgamesh yeah. i mean <laughs> There's a lot happening. We can string it all together, put it on tablets, throw it into a big pit. Somebody's going to find it 500 years from now and be blown away. Yes. 
That's what I'm looking for. Which forward that's to. what the hole is for in your backyard. Yeah, right? speaking yes. of my backyard, I am uh, yes. planting Jimmy Buffett artifacts. Great. Which, by the way, we should talk about Jimmy Buffett time capsule. That would be so much fun. We're gonna have to make an episode where we talk. We create a Jimmy Buffett time capsule. Yes, that would be great. Okay, let's do it. I I'm love in. That. Okay, so anyways, long story short, this is jumping Johnny Sansone with Popeyes and a Hubigs. Ooh, okay. Popeyes and a Hubix? Popeyes, yeah. Popeyes, uh, classic yes. New Orleans fried chicken. Uh-huh. And a Hubix is a pie. It's a New Orleans pie. Okay. Which I have a little information about that okay, after great. the song. <laughs> I did my research, Ryan. I can tell. I'm proud of, proud of you. Thank you. You couldn't even say no. it. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny they snuck a progressive ad in the middle of that. <laughs> I was looking up an article. I forgot we were using my computer. Um, an ad for some sort of life savings came up on this article. Um, so we, we we like to call that our own kind of jazz. Yes, you know? absolutely. We are uh, improvising here. We're throwing a, a couple things that we think might be fun into the music. Yes. Too. Some suggestions. Throw an ad in there. Is Throw what an ad say. in there. Why not? Um, a Hubix pie. I wanted to tell you uh-huh. uh, there was about there's an article that came out in March of this year. Return of Hubix pies gets closer after a year of pandemic delays. It's a matter of months. Hmm. So uh, this is in March. After nine years in limbo, Hubix pies are almost back. Uh, there, there's a new owner of the company, uh, but he believes the pies will be back in a matter of months. We're in the final stretch. So they're a New Orleans um, classic. Are they like individual pies? Is they're that... like a yeah, they're like a hand pie. Yeah, like a, okay, uh, like a moon pie. A, yeah, like a moon. You know, we're not necessarily. I guess they're banana apple. Um, uh, I think those are banana and apple pies. But yeah, they're oh. like those little, yeah. almost like those hostess pies. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so they look delicious. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm you know shout out to Hubix. <laughs> Big fans of Hubix. I want Popeyes into Hubix. Yeah, I'm why not? I'll take that. That, that sounds um, great. Ryan, up next, it's the iguanas again. Oh my gosh! We only got three more songs on this album, so let's let's really embrace this. Let's check them let's out. Let's soak it up like a a beignet, soaking <laughs> up some fresh powdered cafe. sugar. So, oh yeah, so soaking <laughs> up some powdered sugar. Sure. <laughs> this is the iguanas with "Got You on My Mind." Let's give it a listen. Whoops. Why do I ever get? Why am I ever in charge of the computer? <laughs> Hold on. I think you're doing great. Okay. Well, Good I record. have some notes for myself. Okay. Got you on my mind by the iguanas. Let's give it a listen. Oh, here we go. A strut. You can do a strut yeah, to this you song. On my mind, feeling kind of sad and low. Got you on my mind. 
Yeah, a little bluesy. Oh yeah, that's good. I'm a big I mean, fan of that. That's a, that's something you strut to. I love yes. a song you can strut to. I was also thinking about in my mind, you know, if I ever have a wedding or just at 40 years old a celebration of being single. <laughs> That I spend a hundred thousand dollars on a big party, uh-huh. I invite yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. to. And then you go to a vacation afterwards by yourself. Yeah, I go on a, I go on a hun me moon. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever have that, I I want it to be some sort of New Orleans band, a brass band. That would be fun. That would be the party. Yes. If I if I'm not playing, you know, Uptown Funk and Shout and, right. and all the wedding <laughs> classics, Dancing Queen. Uh huh. I'm I'm gonna be having a New Orleans band. I mean, oh, that would hell be a blast. Yeah. Yes. It'd be so much fun. So good. Ryan, up next, the Blue Runners. Yes. The, not the fish. The vegetable. The vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> With Blue Co. Blue Co. Blue Co. Let's check it out. Here we go. Oh, yeah. I just love this freaking album. It's so good. It's such a party. Fingers Taylor, by the way. Is that really? Fingers! Fingers! Yeah! Oh, yeah. I can see Jimmy covering this. Oh, he would absolutely do this one well. That would be so much fun. Yeah. Uh, a shout out to Greg Fingers Taylor on that one. And also, I misspoke and I'm going to caught it. I'm going to catch it right now. Eaten with fingers. Greg Fingers Taylor is also on that. He is. I said not with fingers. Yes. You know, we're but not he's talking about Greg Fingers song. Taylor. He is on Amazing. Eaten with fingers. So Eaten Amazing. with fingers has double meaning, which <laughs> makes me fall in love. <laughs> maybe that's why he got the nickname Fingers. I think that maybe he likes eating with his fingers. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah, no, I think he's got fast fingers on that harmonica. That's maybe, why. but maybe he also, like me, likes eating with his fingers. Maybe. Yeah. Let's go out to let's go out to lunch. We'll sit you guys separate from everyone else. Okay, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yes. We'll see we'll see what happens when the spaghetti comes. You, you better get us some out. bibs because Oh jeez. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Ryan, we're on our final song, which is a really, really, really fun uh, Jimmy Buffett cover. So great. Uh, But uh, what are your final thoughts? Final thoughts. This is one of the most fun, boisterous albums I think we have listened to on this show. Absolutely. It is so in your face, so vibrant, 
you can hear New Orleans in the music, uh, and it's it's a blast. It's really, really fun. I'm a huge fan of this album. I think it might be one of my favorite albums we've actually covered. Yeah. It is a, like a non-Jimmy-focused album. Yes. Uh, it's so lively. I feel like we need to go on a little bit of a New Orleans bounce kick. Yes. Listen to some more New Orleans artists. Absolutely. Really dive into that, because I think we have a blast listening to them. Yeah. I feel like I want to go out and just like, you know, dance in the streets right now. Yes. Listening to this music. I'm so much fun. Huge into this album. So, yeah, if you guys have New Orleans albums that you think we would love, feel free to let us know. We are always looking for albums, and we love to do songs that you guys have suggested and albums you guys have suggested, artists you guys have suggested. So, yep. uh, Paradise Podcast on Twitter, or Paradise Pod on Twitter, Paradise Podcast at gmail.com. Um, but, yeah, uh, let's get this going with the last song. Yes. This is a cover of a. Um, let me make sure I know who this is. This is a uh, Huddy Ledbetter and John A. Lomax uh, cover. Um, uh, you got Michael Utley on here. Kathy mm. Burdick is the other lead vocal. I thought this might have been Nadira. It is not. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Jimmy Johnson, Eric Struthers, Jim Horn, Jim Hoke. Uh, yeah, a lot of new faces for us um, other than Utley and Jimmy himself. Very, very cool. This one's great. This is great. It's Good Night, Irene. Good night, Irene. So we'll leave this with you. Until next time, I'm May from Marleybone. I'm St. Charles, Tennessee. Have, Have a great week. week. Meet you, you at the end. end. Bye-bye. Hello. This is a true lullaby, by the way. Yeah, it is. I would like to hear him sing this at the end of a concert. This is a Jimmy Dream. This is a Jimmy Dream. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Hey, Parrotheads. Are you ready for a promo? Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Hi, I'm Nick. And Let's, I'm Uriel. And we're the hosts of Hella, Hella in, in Your 30s. 30s. This is 
is a podcast for people of all ages, all about navigating this dystopian world we live in. <laughs> That's right. So every Monday we invite you into our living room or out into the world on whatever adventures we go on. Or into our living room for an adventure in our living room. <laughs> yeah, like having your wife challenge you to a great British baking show style competition in your own kitchen. That's right. Or maybe, you know, you want to know what it's like to volunteer at a food bank. Or maybe, uh, well, you know, you want to hear what it's like to foster kittens in the midst of a pandemic. That's right. Super easy. But giving cats medication is literally the worst thing in the world <laughs> okay anyways if you want to hang out with us find us every monday hella in your 30s wherever you get your podcast Bye. tomorrow's a new day let's order